0: Guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we're headed into deep space on a rescue mission. The only question is, who's going to rescue us? Because tonight we're talking about Event Horizon. So let's just start the show. All right, guys, so we're here to talk about Event Horizon tonight. But before we do that, I just want to say a couple of things real quick. Please head over to iTunes, rate us five stars, we really appreciate it. Leave us a review. If you do, we're going to give you a shout-out at the end of the episode. I don't believe we have any today after our record week. Last week, people must be just fatigued. We don't. I double-checked. Yeah, thank you. People might be just fatigued. <laughs> fatigued they're, from leaving reviews. <laughs> they're, t- they're probably tired, you know. It happens. All, all, this, all this
2: thumb action they're doing, you know, typing these reviews.
0: We also just want to uh, give a quick shout-out to the Phoenix Film Festival and the uh, Sci-Fi International Horror Film Festival for having us out. Thank you, Monty. Yazi for putting up with all of Chris's bullshit throughout the weekend. Uh, we really appreciate that. Thanks, Monty. Uh, he was very difficult. He was in rare form. He was. rare. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, was. <laughs> <Chris> <laughs> he definitely Chris was. Is, Chris is normally the most chill of all of us. and Yeah, uh, but yeah. This, this week,
2: he was just throwing the hammer <sighs> down. I got anxious. Good. I'm He's sorry. <laughs> 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 the Hammer of Thor upon the fucking poor people at the office. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> all
0: right, guys. So we're here to talk about event. Oh, wait. One more thing. I almost forgot. Ah. Go to our YouTube channel. We now have a YouTube channel where you can hear the first fifty terrible episodes of Colt Film well, Review. Why are you gonna, Why, you, first, first, why are you selling it like you know, that? The, the it,
3: first twenty-five. Well, we
0: didn't know what we were doing.
3: Well, that that's damn true. <laughs> I would say what what first fifteen. Maybe. Well, I know. Uh, I think
0: for, I think there. first
3: twenty-five is a good is yeah, a good it call good. because
2: that's like the first six months, basically. But if you
3: want to if you want to see the evolution. Yeah Of cold Film and Review Or hear it I suppose From our infancy To what is now Is probably our adolescence Where we'll stay Let's be <laughs> honest um, I would go Check us out Check out you our earlier what, episodes You know what Mike
2: There's nothing wrong With being a
3: late bloomer What's that? I said there's nothing wrong With being a late bloomer Yeah I, I didn't get my first pube Until <laughs> 21
1: Until episode 25 <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now we're full bush now Yeah <laughs> All right, guys, we're talking about Event Horizon, not Michael's Bush. Um, (laughs) It was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, came out in 1997, had a budget of $60 million, made 27 in the box office, so huge hit. Uh, It was filmed in the U.S. and U.K. and currently sits with a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's about a rescue crew that investigates a a special spaceship, a very special ship (laughs) (laughs) that disappeared into a black hole and has now returned with someone or something new on board. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going, Chris Willenbrecht? What's up? And Michael Salustio.
3: Hi, (laughs) hi, everyone. (laughs) This,
0: this was my pick. We're doing this in the morning, and we don't usually do this in the morning, so That's why we're enjoy. So enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Brad-eyed and pushy-tailed.
0: Um, Cody, why did you pick this film? Well, thank you for asking. No, I picked this film uh, essentially as a fan pick. Um, a uh, friend of mine that I went to high school with uh, said that he recently watched this film and that we should uh, record. we should record an episode about it, so I said, sure. And then, like immediately after I said sure, and I picked this film, we got another request for it from uh, one of your friends, Kyle.
2: Yeah, yeah. This movie's the movie's popping right now. So, popping.
0: R- huge resurgence <laughs> happening for Event Horizon right now. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe they'll maybe they'll re-release in theaters. I don't know. We I don't, don't know. know. We don't know. And it's uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Maybe something with that. I don't know. Sam Neal. We don't know. We don't None know of them are
2: in anything that's current, so <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know if that's it. Who knows? Maybe people are longing for them. So they're going back and watching
2: the yeah, event. They're, lo- they're longing for the good old days in the nineties.
0: Who has not seen this movie before? Anybody? Has everybody seen this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So when was, <laughs> when was the first time that you, uh, came across the event horizon, uh, Kyle?
2: Uh, it would be when it was first released on VHS. Cause I remember we got it from the video store and, uh, uh, I know like me and my brothers all sat down and watched it and, uh, I just remember it, it scaring me. I remember having some good scares to it and stuff, but I mean, beyond that, I don't remember much else of it.
1: What about you, Chris? Yeah, it was on. Um, I think it was on like HBO or Showtime late at night. I to happened to stumble across it, and I remember it scaring me as well.
3: Mike, I saw this. I saw this in theaters. Mike um, was true.
1: He was diehard, bro. Yeah,
3: I, I, I want to <laughs> say it was me and my brother because my brother and my brother and I we talk about it all the time. We still talk about this fucking film sometimes. Really? About like how it scared us, yeah. And that is the conversation. you Usually, go. Why
2: did that scare us?
3: <laughs> Maybe we'll get to that later on. We'll get to that later on, Kyle.
0: Well, you know, it's it's um it's one of my definitely one of my favorite genres of films. Uh, where it's is like spaceship horror. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it's sci-fi horror. It is, but like I just like ones that take place on spaceships. I think yeah. that genre is called the nineties. <laughs> I don't know. No, it started in the '80s with like
3: Alien, and that's true. Like, I mean, I liked I liked the whole Helen outer space thing, yeah, because it's just the idea, the setting of of space being this vast void mm-hmm. that you don't know what's out there. It could be anything out there, you know. Mm-hmm. That deep space horror or yeah. deep deep ocean horror, yeah. that's a new thing that needs yeah. to happen. I
0: no, agree. Then it to come back. way
1: deep, deep in the abyss. <laughs> deep space horror. Yeah. Or deep deep ocean horror. Either one? one. I mean, okay. they're both
3: like these vast. The idea of putting something in a black void, mm-hmm. and because you don't know, it's like it could be anything. Right. Right. But when you find the devil or whatever this is supposed to fucking be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's frightening. It's a I great mean, setting. To I, have. I, I I will say I appreciated that that
2: they didn't go the 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 route of aliens because mm-hmm. I mean that's what you would, that's what you would assume going into it is like oh they found aliens right. or something but. It's something demonic and darker,
0: so I thought that was pretty cool. It's yeah, it's definitely something. <laughs> like, I'm still that's, trying to figure yeah, out what not the sure hell if they ever it is. that up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the hell it is. You know, like, you know what it's the it's the other side. You know what it is? <laughs> it,
1: is it won't let you leave? That's true. It won't let you it's, it's leave. She won't let you leave. oh yeah. They keep referring to the ship as a she.
3: They, I think that's, a, that's
2: common, a common that's a common yeah. thing yeah. in like yeah. the nautical
1: thing. I right? think the name Event Horizon is cool. I it, always liked it's, that. It's
3: a real thing. It's, it's a, a real scientific term. term it
1: is? Yeah. The yeah. Edge of a black hole. Yeah. Oh, it just, had, it just had a nice ring, I thought. The, so. It's
3: it's something like the edge of hole observable to the naked eye huh. in space or some bullshit. I okay, don't know. Okay. Thank just... you. I'm sure the scientists out there that listen to our show will correct us. <laughs> <laughs> All the physicists, the astrophysicists out there. That listen to our show. Yeah. <laughs> Fans.
0: <laughs> fans yeah. that listen to it that are scientists. Um, no, I, I, I'll tell you when I first saw this film too, um, I think, well, that's, that's what kind of drew me to it was just definitely the genre of it, but also the poster art um, is something just the ship itself. It, it like in, Stormy space <laughs> Storm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah Going back to this
3: The astrophysicist thing If an astrophysicist Watches this film He must be like Shaking his head like What the fuck Well here's the thing if Things don't explode <clears throat> in space Where are all these sounds Fucking coming from Here's the thing
2: Like you say stormy space And that's what the poster it was But I mean When the black hole Finally gets open It opens it like On the planet And it gets sucked Into the planet That the thing's floating next to So it doesn't even open A black hole in space It like Cuts a hole through the planet and goes through that. Like,
1: well, when they first why did get, they do that, when they first find the event horizon, they have to go through some crazy ass like electrical storm or something. They do because right? well,
2: yeah. yeah. the, it's like floating in like the upper uh, atmosphere was, of the was, planet. Yeah.
0: Uh. Of ah. Neptune, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Neptune. I think it was Neptune. Yeah, yeah. Don't they say like which past is like the everyone knows like yeah. that's the planet that you def- you just don't go to. Don't go, yeah, yeah. It's Neptune. like the south side of Chicago. Yeah,
3: <laughs> of planets
2: you just don't go to it. You don't you know? cross. You, don't, you know, you don't cross the tracks of. Uh, of Mars, yeah, simple as that. You just don't
1: do it. You just don't do it. I don't go to any any space because uh, I'm, I'm a land <laughs> creature. <laughs> I don't. Oh, go me too. I'm
3: scared <laughs> of the fucking ocean. Yeah. So See, <laughs> I think that's why. Go that's why I
1: think why I like latch
0: onto these movies so much because I just love the idea of just being on a spaceship traveling like yeah the universe and just you don't that is like part of the scary thing too. Is totally like you don't do know it. what the hell's out there and like where are you going to run t- I into? I would totally do it. Have oh, you so been? Okay, I.
3: have you ever been there? Like if you go to I think at San San Diego. They have like a submarine you can go on. It, like you, can, are you talking mm. about the Disney park ride? No, no, not the Disney, not the <laughs> ten thousand
1: leagues on the sea. You're talking about the Jurassic Park yeah, ride? Oh, yeah, yeah, are so you getting, finding Nemo now? Are you
0: getting Sam Neill movies confused? Or are you talking about yeah. the Jurassic <laughs> Park ride? Yeah, Jurassic Park. ride. Right? <laughs> okay, well that's at Universal. Yeah, so now like. you're getting
2: your theme parks mixed up. <laughs> maybe
3: maybe I'm wrong, but uh, there's definitely somewhere in California. There's there's actually a, like a submarine you can go on, and you can go down into like what it's like to be on a fucking submarine.
2: Yeah, I've it been is, in it.
3: It is not a fun experience. It is tight, and it is, it's, it's close-knit, and the idea that you're surrounded Yeah, but this was a big ship. This
2: was like going into space in a cruise but ship. But here's
3: something that it must be kind of uh, odd, or, or uh, it might fuck with your equilibrium at some extent, right? We're so used to hearing sounds outside of shit, like being underneath in a submarine, where it's just fucking dead silence. Mm-hmm. Like everything out there is just like a black... Right. Like, there's nothing out there. Space must be fucking worse.
2: I see that as peaceful. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Not me. Not I see that me. as peaceful. Like, I
3: went skydiving
2: once, and the one thing that I definitely remember was, like, once he popped the parachute open, it's dead silent up there, and you're just floating. You don't hear, like, wind? You hear, like, a little bit of breeze going past your ears, but it's, like, it's so... It, the thing that that I remember the most was the amount of silence, and I thought it was peaceful. I'm with you, Cody. We're, we're going to space.
1: We're going to space. I think so
2: space. I, I imagine space travel is. I very,
1: wanted to go to space
0: camp so fucking taxing.
2: bad as a kid. You don't go to space in space camp. I know, but there I was the to one go.
1: thing that threw me off a little bit about this uh, at the beginning of this film. So, so they're they are they're, they're on they're on a spaceship trying to get to the event horizon. Yes, and when they finally get to the event horizon. The whole fucking ship that they're on catches on fire but all they have to do is repair some hole on the outside of the ship and everything works fine like or supposedly works fine they're gonna get back but I was like, what the fuck? Like, all this equipment inside is, like, burning. Like, how is this even possible?
0: Technology's w- way advanced
1: at yeah. this point, Chris. Maybe,
2: maybe the fire extinguishers, really? they're
1: using, like, repair wires yeah, as well. Because I feel like-, like if one thing went wrong on a spaceship, like, that's a huge problem.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what?
3: You know what? It was for the event Horizon. <laughs> that's true. It is a weird thing, but it goes back to, like, even Star Trek. Anytime I watch, like, old Star Trek, it's like... They get hit with something, and the whole goddamn you know thing shakes, which is probably some cameraman just moving the thing. But <laughs> like, sure. you'll see like a chunk of the ship, kind of like 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 a, like a
0: girder <laughs> fly down,
3: <laughs> and you're like, okay, is that how this works? Like, this thing seems like it's made of fucking paper mache. What's going on here? I just don't imagine that that's how. I don't know First of all I, I think the physics in this movie are all fucked up
0: They are but it's it's when you unplug your brain and just go on for the ride No, I know I <laughs> yeah, know, There's you a suspension of disbelief you know,
3: that you should have when you're don't watching really, any you don't space don't really space focus movie. on that but
0: I have another question with the beginning of the film but we'll get to that when we come right back
1: Imagine for a minute that this piece of paper No, excuse me uh, That's Vanessa and that's mine uh, This attractive piece of paper represents space-time and you want to get from
2: Point A here to point B there. Now what's the shortest distance between two points?
0: A straight line.
2: (laughs) Wrong. Shortest distance between two points is zero. And that's what the gateway does. It folds space so that point A and point B coexist in the same space and time. When the spacecraft passes through the gateway, Space returns to normal. It's called a gravity drive.
0: How do you know all this? I built it. And we're back. We're talking about Event Horizon from 1997. This is a fan pick. Thank you guys for picking this film. Or thank me for picking this film for you. Um... (laughs) (laughs) so weird. Or you thank me. No, so the one thing that I... I I I'm just questioning it with the beginning of the film. Is is the event horizon just popping back? Does that cause an instant connection between it and and Sam's Neil's uh, Doctor Weir's character? What what do you you mean? Like because he has that dream of his wife with no eyes, Mm -hmm. right? And was she on? She was on the event horizon. No, she wasn't. Then what the fuck is her thing? So her thing is Sam Neal's character
2: is like, I assume a manic depressive type, and. He's just really, he's just really haunted by the fact that his wife committed suicide. And what we see at the beginning is kind of his normal thing. He's like always looking at the bathtub and shit. But when he gets on the Event Horizon, because the Event Horizon plays off your fears, it just amplifies that to you know. an i degree. Is that even a thing? I just said umpteenth. Sure, you yeah. can say umpteenth. It's not yeah, a word, sure but, but <laughs> hey. go ahead. We a lot.
3: It's a it's a thing. That's what I say a lot.
2: So that's what I think was happening. Like I think he was already very depressed and kind of shattered by the fact that it, because, that he yeah, caught, found his wife. He's, but suicide he's definitely linked.
0: They definitely make a point in the movie. I feel like to, to show that the him and the ship are linked. Well, he's he's
3: the father he's of the, the, the ship. That's his baby and. You know, I I imagine that whatever sentient being that fucking took control of this thing is like, if I'm going to target anybody, it's going to be this guy because he's he wants to know why nobody else on that fucking on the on the Lewis and Clark wants to go back to this. They're against it from the get go. Like, here we go again. It's our weekend off and they're taking us to deep space to find some bullshit that, you know, two times like people have died or something they say. He's the only one that's dedicated to go out there, and well, I imagine yeah. if the ship was trying to get more people there, he's the guy to target. He's the one to go after. No, yeah. if it can speak across space, because that was the thing I was trying to figure out. Going back to your question, I don't think that that moment if you're talking about, like the dream, as being the moment that it, it pops back into into into, into their space. That's what he was saying, or is that you said that? Cody yeah, was saying yeah. that. I don't think that 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 timeline matches i mean it, it. they don't really say it yeah but i imagine he's already aware of the mission yeah already aware the ship is out there by the time he's woken up yeah yeah waking up or yeah, yeah. i don't yeah 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 that yeah and that's what i was saying i was saying that like what he was seeing is something that he's already experienced
2: a bunch of times before which is you know just you know thinking about his wife who committed suicide and you know what i my brain just blew up here I'll tell you why Cody. Watch out then. Yeah, I'll tell you I'll tell you why. <laughs> because the only re- the whole reason his wife committed suicide was because of the amount of work he put it into the event horizon. So now that the event horizon has been discovered, it's bringing back all these old yeah. memories and one of which is his wife committing suicide
0: because of the event horizon.
1: Mhm. Yeah, cuz he was he was never there and so she she became depressed, I would assume, yeah. and killed mm-hmm. herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean when you're making a sweet ass spaceship like that. I'll tell you what man, that's one of the things that has stuck with me with this movie uh for a very long time is just the the design of that ship. I think it's cool. It's cool as fuck. It doesn't look like a Klingon warbird. It does, but it's still <laughs> yeah, still cool as hell. <laughs> still really cool. I thought
1: it was okay. I didn't really think it was that awesome. I just
2: loved the 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 massive scale of it. Yeah.
1: Did did I mean for some reason I don't know maybe I'm just like nitpicking but the fact that it said Event Horizon so huge on the ship I was kind of like is that a thing like yeah, yeah, yeah well, They
2: do that on they did it on
3: all ships I gotta imagine <laughs> do they? I gotta imagine that's yeah, because the Enterprise has <laughs> like fucking yeah just Enterprise yeah I mean of- like.
2: Current, current, you know, like cruise ships or sailboats and shit. They always fucking name it. And they put it on the front. Okay. That's, how, that's how you can identify it when it crashes. Put it they put gotcha. it on the back. They put it on the back, but or the yeah. front. What's you that? put it wherever the hell you want, Cody. There's No <laughs> okay. rules.
3: How many people are in the Coast Guard? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Just let
2: this guy. Maybe. I'll I'll let him have, have it. I'll let him have it. <laughs> but no,
0: I um I, I don't mind the the name of it cuz it, I, I would, the the way I look at it is is this is a huge monumental project because they basically had figured out how to travel through a black hole. Mm-hmm. So this is like this is a huge deal in in man basically like in in science and everything yeah mm-hmm. and then it just turns out uh pinhead was hanging out in the black hole
1: <laughs> <laughs> ready to dress thing, up like sam
0: neil <laughs> i got it here's the thing
1: that bothers
3: me about this whole thing okay so they don't really mention it it would have been a scene i would have liked to have seen hmm. right the, what, so the puzzle it, box no yeah the puzzle <laughs> box <that's somehow laughs> as obviously behind this black hole at some point no okay so did I got the impression that this was like the first test run of this goddamn fucking hyper.
2: It was. Hyper b- it was. It black hole
3: drive. But wait a second. That's not something that scientists generally do. It's not like, hey, we built a ship. We've never tested this supersonic jet before, but uh, let's put a fucking man in it. That's like, what they do. That's what they do in this. No, that's what they do in real life. They have to test it like they, try to shoot do, things they do, generally. They, they do like
2: computer models, you know, they they, they they run it a bunch of times and they might test fire an engine oh, off right, a plane. right? But right so actual, a black hole The actual flight Earth. is like a test pilot What, what I'm like saying in, is in why
3: didn't they why don't why are why why isn't there a test like put a put a put a, put a chimpanzee and then send it to a black hole and see if it shows, shows back up on the other side
0: without a devil in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's how Congo was made.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, you because with with this sh- you got to build a ship to do it, right? Be- anyways, because what are you gonna? Bu- you can't just open a black hole up on Earth and then throw a chimp in it and then watch it pop out. Well, apparently yep, you can how, open that black how, hole next to a planet. That, yeah, and not Who gives a fuck about Neptune? They open
2: it on Earth. That's how Doom Two happens. Yeah, you don't do that,
3: right? You don't do but that. what I'm saying is, is what, what I'm saying is, is like they didn't test this thing at all. It was like this is the first time we've ever even fired this thing off. Um, let's put a crew of nine on it and see if they come out and not die. Well, and I love how the crew is they're, just so fucking
2: they're, they're te- like, they're dude, dude, happy
3: they're, about it. They're like, test, can't they're wait they're test pilots. Test
2: pilots die all the time. Knowing that, that they're getting in something that's probably going to blow but up but under like their you ass. Said, they
3: test to see that the fucking engine is not going to explode before they put them on it. Yeah, this this one, was, it seems like it was the that,
2: first time <laughs> they'd ever
3: like, even why, decided to click the on switch. Why are we
2: arguing about this? We're arguing about something that could have happened anyway.
3: I just wanted to see some chimpanzees with some devils,
1: <laughs> some possessed chimpanzees. Yeah. Okay. That
2: would I think I would have
3: made for a better movie. We get to the meat
2: of Mike's argument. So we,
0: w- when we we're, we're in space, we find out that the Lewis and Clark is basically they' They were supposed to be off. Uh, it's it's the, we're on a rescue mission now. Or it's basically the, the plot of Clerks.
3: All right, it was their Keep day going, off. Cody. They weren't even supposed to be there. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking
0: about? I'm like, this is. I'm like, where is he seeing clerks in this? They don't even <laughs> talk about the Death Star. This is.
1: <laughs> so to suck any dick on the way to the event horizon. <laughs> I wish that was all Lawrence
0: Fishburne kept saying. Was I wasn't even
3: supposed to be here today. <laughs>
0: yeah. All throughout the fucking film. <laughs> well, no, this was like his. This was like his pre-screener to to playing Morpheus. This was his tryout for well, Morpheus. He, most of the cast, is yeah. Sh-
2: <laughs> in the, uh-huh. A lot of the cast shows up in Matrix.
0: I, even the set design felt Matrixy. I wonder, yeah. like with the a lot of green. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> green going on and that, no, weird... and that. Like the
0: captain's chair in the Lewis and Clark is very reminiscent to that the captain's fucking stupid. Made me
2: laugh so goddamn much in this movie. Like anytime he was in the captain's chair, it was just <laughs> he's like hit the button and it like was real time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I w dude, every time he was in it, he looked like his legs were smashed together like he was like in a wheelchair or something. Like And he like he would turn
2: around and be like What's the status of the ship? Everything's uh, 5 5 or whatever. Good.
1: <laughs>
2: Real time. <laughs> And then he gets up and goes down. It's like, why did we have to watch him pivot in a
0: chair?
1: It <laughs> costs a lot of money to make that, Kyle. Yeah, funny. Kyle, we're just gonna throw that away. Subset designer was so
2: proud of that shit. It's like, look, it actually fucking works.
0: No, it's uh, uh, so Morpheus is basically the captain of the ship. Uh, so we're 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 in th- with that. Uh, I actually really this is one of those things where it, it's and I have this question down. Uh, it's one of the reasons that this movie is held with a lot of people in in high regard because the cast, because I feel like the cast is a lot better than the director and <laughs> maybe even the movie itself. I would so, agree with that. I, I mean, I was, I mean, there's only,
2: the only one, one cast member that I thought was just kind of weak and flat was, um, was his name, was it Cooper? Well, Cooper's uh, Richard T. Jones. Is he the one that gets fired off into space and he blasts? I thought he was the weakest thing in this film next to Sam Neill. He was the comic relief, though. Yeah. He wasn't that good of comic relief. The rest of the cast were, like, solid. They knew, like, I felt like they knew who their character was and they stayed in that thing. I just felt like his character was just a little too wacky and over the top for the tone of the film.
0: Oh, He was the Hudson. He, no, oh. Hudson. No. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no. I, I, I agree. I think that the cast is pretty good, except for, I actually, Sam Neill, for me, is actually the weakest link in this entire Really? really? I don't really. I was, I don't feel that way. Strongest guys, Lawrence Fishburne <sighs> and Sean but, I was going to,
1: no, I'm going to disagree with Lawrence you. Lawrence Fishburne's so good he, in this. I don't think he was that good. Lawrence I really Fishburne don't. I think ones? he was kind of flat. I think he was kind of flat. I think
3: Sam Neill's entire whole thing is just, he's. Like, he doesn't really have a lot of emotion. No. no the, the Even only, in Jurassic Park. The only just scene, like, oh, scene that nice. it, that Sam Neill does that I think is, is
2: cool because I think it's actually just interesting is when he's explaining to them how the black hole works. Like, And he's like giving them the brief on what the event yeah, yeah, horizon does. And I was like, okay, this is kind of like, well, this is just an interesting conversation. I'm not going really, I think, see, I think
3: that, you're on to something. I think that Sam Neill's entire fucking career at this was Jurassic Park. Him explaining dinosaur dinosaurs shit. Yeah. And then in this movie, they were just like, can you just like explain stuff in science terms? Okay, in- well, it's really monologues. hard for me to explain this, but well, no, first I, off.
0: I, I really like that scene too. I just think, because it reminds me of Alien. Like, when everybody's like around the yeah, the, yeah. the table eating and having the conversation before the alien rips out. Like, it's, Pretty much ripped from that, but they're explaining. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like Paul W S Anderson, he he steals from a lot of movies <laughs> with this movie. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah. Uh, definitely uh, Alien. Um, definitely uh, Space Odyssey. Um, there, uh, Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Like, there's quite a few that he um, he borrowed from.
3: It's the only thing he gets right about space was like the opening scene where he's on the ship and he's upside down, I
0: hated and then that they scene. spin
3: it around. To like show that like there's no up and down in space, it's all relative. And, I, you know, the I, lo- I was
2: like, I was like, who opens their movie with like motion sickness? I was like getting nauseous watching that, like Paul, the Paul spinning. I was like, you saw that
0: sweet ass floating CGI cup, and you forgot about everything.
1: Well, that's the thing, yeah. I mean, that's why this movie felt like it wanted to be three D because every like Mike had mentioned, everything is always coming at you at the camera, like floating, like they they really doubled down on that.
0: I I had a a, a wondering thing too because uh, a so, wondering thing yeah a wondering thing, uh in the beginning of the movie you remember when they get to the vent Horizon and they have like all that floating liquid yeah mm-hmm. what is that it's it's coolant it's coolant right yeah coolant that's leak. what they say it is yeah but do they ever find like a coolant leak no that the the lake the lake underneath it that's underneath was the core yeah, yeah that's the, the coolant I see because I was wondering if that because what happens is uh when the it, when the uh, baby bear gets sucked into uh. The portal, the black right. hole, and then disappears, and then there's that big shockwave explosion that that rips the ship apart, um, the Lewis and Clark apart. I was wondering if that was actually like black matter from this. Uh, no, because it was a different. It was a different color.
2: The stuff that was, it was like, f- yeah, it was like the black stuff that gold. was floating when it they first like got gold. in there was like, was was like it all over the looked, ship. It looked like gasoline or Uh-oh. or like like that. But the stuff that. He touches, and the black was just like pure
3: oil. It I have a like. question about, um, to somebody who might, might be more mechanically inclined, coolant, yeah. is it flammable? Is it coolant flammable? It seems the yes. opposite of what a coolant
0: should be. No, yes, yeah, extremely flammable. Extremely. Is it? No, on are the, you on serious? The, no, on the event horizon, it's it extremely is extremely <laughs> flammable. <laughs> Every time I see
3: that scene where everything's on fire and shit, I'm always like, isn't this whole room covered in coolant? Yeah. <laughs> Like how was this be- yeah, was it combustible? That, no,
2: that that was phantom flames.
1: Those
3: were phantom flames? Yeah, it
2: those was, are like, it was those are
1: ghost flames. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Oh, ghost flames. Yeah. Is that a thing? What is that? What are you talking about? No,
2: that the fire that like that if you're referring to the fire that like Lawrence Fishburne's character sees is wait, did I say his name right? Yeah. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Jesus Christ, my He's called just... Larry too. He's been credited as <laughs> yeah. that. He goes by Larry. But yeah. the flames he sees when he sees his, his old friend on fire is like it's a it's a it's a it, 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 it's a manifestation of like the evil spirit. So it's it's not it's not real, but it is real. But so also
3: like enough like the to Matrix? burn you Shut in up. real
2: life. Because right, but I don't <laughs> think I don't think we should be looking at like the That's chemical mind, chemical dude. makeup of, of coolant and saying it shouldn't be on fire. I Doesn't think it on fire before that? Though? There there are demons on this ship. Everything's out the window, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I keep going, trying to go back to reality. I, yeah,
0: I just you're kept, not in reality. You're in the event horizon. should abandon
3: this. Just
0: like they abandoned the event horizon. No, I think at well, least try to. One of the things that uh, I thought this movie did really good is build suspense. Um, yes One of the things that I think that, that Paul W.S. Anderson got right with this film Which is, he, he you know, every once in a while he hits a home run You gotta give him that um, It was the suspense, though Like, the, the build-up to a lot of stuff was actually scarier than what the scary things were Yeah, I agree yeah. with that I, I
2: You know, I, I, my favorite scene in this movie that scares me is when Samuel's going through the green corridors The little tunnels and shit mm-hmm. And he's fixing the little circuit board and then all of a sudden, all the lights start flashing on and off and shit, and he's like panicking. Like I was panicking with him. I'm like, "What the fuck? What the fuck's gonna happen?" And it's, you know, I've seen this movie before, but it still made me jump when he's when the wife appears. Yeah,
1: felt that way about the tent scene, um, when oh, the in there all which is in there all by herself. All of a sudden, she starts hearing this weird scratching mm. sound because. The sound design was really good in this film, mm-hmm. so I'm like, what the hell is that because I didn't remember and then when she got there I was like, okay what's gonna be in there what's gonna be in there oh her son and then they panned down to his nasty legs which was really well done I think the practical practical effects that were done in this film actually looked great
0: yeah oh, I agree uh, that's but her story uh, as far as like what her vision was and stuff like that was the hardest for me was it because like I was like. They know this is happening, right? At this point, I'm pretty sure they 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 come to the conclusion that that the ship is giving them nightmares, basically, right? Yeah. Um, and and like Lawrence Fishburne's character knows because he talks about it. Like, hey, I, the the ship somehow knew it. No one else knew it. I never told anybody this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This lady knows her kid ain't on this ship. Her kid's on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. She's seeing this, and she's gonna chase him. That- come back, son. No. <laughs> Stop! Stop it!
3: You're right. It's such a common thing that irritates me, too. It's like, you know you're not... Your wife can't be on the ship. She's on Earth. Like, yeah. she didn't just somehow show up.
2: But, you know what? If if if, uh, if the Event Horizon knew she wouldn't run after the kid, she would have shown something... It would have shown her something that she would have run after. It played off their, like,
0: darkest fears. Yeah, but still, like... I get I, it. I mean, it's I, irrational. You know, like, like I'm gonna well, if I chase my kid, I'm probably gonna die. Like that's what I, I know the ship's trying to kill me, but fuck it, I'll well, follow it. Here's the
1: problem I had with that whole thing. If we're bringing up that scene where she she chases her kid and then she falls off the thing and falls down into the core and dies, oh, right. look brutal as well, fuck. When by the Sam Neil walks in, he actually seems concerned that Again. she's dead.
3: Yeah, that is a problem with, that I have too. Is that he's so. Uh, Five seconds before, he's talking to Lawrence Fishburne about, we can't leave, this is my baby, and won't let us leave. We are home, and he walks (laughs) walks backwards into the shadow. (laughs) Like, oh, come on. Like, and now, goodbye, light. He just walks away, and... It just like leaves like that, and then all of a sudden he's back to yeah. I thought that was being this really. Caring... I thought that was really bizarre thing,
2: no, but I, I kind of thought like he I was just answered. going. He was going in and out of the possession.
0: Yeah, yeah that's because that does happen. That's proven with uh, uh, Baby Bear. Uh, yes, he because he's in the, right. the thing. He's like, they're not gonna show me things anymore, <laughs> <Here's> the <other laughs> thing. and then he's like, where
3: am I? He didn't seem to give two shits even before he got on the ship. I get the impression that, like, first of all, the entire crew hated Sam Neil, and Sam Neil was like, "These aren't my dudes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this isn't
3: my fucking crew. Like, I can't. I wish I was back at NASA <laughs> Eight or whatever the fuck. NASA Eight. I had fr- <laughs> Bill, Bill, who worked in data. He was my friend. <laughs> I, these these laymen will never understand me. That's how I get it. And he, they don't seem like there's a connection. And all of a sudden, he's just like, "Holy shit."
2: yeah you're right that was really that did feel like it just came out of nowhere actually now that you've like positioned it that way because he hasn't given a shit about any of these people and also he's like oh no claire
1: whatever her name was not everybody on the ship had a sequence where they were experiencing some kind of nightmare or like not not everybody did right like jolie richard's character didn't ever have that um is that
2: is that who you just called the pilot
1: it's the it's the uh the lois and clark it, she no, it's the it's the woman, um, the blonde. The blonde, yeah. Okay, yeah. So
2: yeah, the blonde doesn't. The pilot of the Lois and Clark doesn't, and neither does Cooper.
3: I think. Yeah. Well, I think the pilot and Cooper. The explanation being is that they weren't actually on the Event Horizon. They were a lot of times they were out in the space, yeah. fixing the hull, mm-hmm. or like on the ship fixing shit. So I imagine that was one of the reasons why they didn't see. I mean, Julia Actually, Richardson that's was in it the whole time, though. That's, sure. not,
2: that's not true, though, Chris, because the blonde chick is in the room when the giant, like, blood. demon paw hands are like pressing that's through true. the metal yeah. door. But and that was a weird thing because everybody true. saw that one. Yeah, yeah. And
0: the blood comes out and rolls all, all the, over. The shining scene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he he's pretty good at sealing stuff. That he loved Kubrick. And I'm <laughs> giving that. Yeah. Sure <laughs> did. Pretty good. Like, what if I took all the Kubrick films? And just put it as Barry one, Lyndon. Yeah, Barry <laughs> Lyndon. I, if I can only get Paths of Glory in here, which is, which is set. All right, guys. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Event Horizon.
1: I closed the lifeboat hatch and I left him behind.
0: I swore I'd never lose another man. I've known you a long time. You never told me that. That's just it, DJ. I I never told anybody. But this ship knew about it. It knows my fears. It knows my secrets. Gets inside your head and it shows you. All right, guys, we are back. We're talking about Event Horizon. I want to ask this question because with the, with the recommendations for this film recently, what do you guys think makes this a cult film? What do you think makes Event Horizon a cult film? It's weird because I, I, if you were to ask me, is this a cult film, I, like, I feel like I have to say
3: yes. Yeah. Which is weird because it's, I mean, I mean, 97, it's not... Way out of the ballpark. It's not too modern to be one, but I do feel like the only people that ever fucking talk about this film are like people that just like are diehard. Like it's so scary, man. Like yeah, like it's so underrated is what I hear a lot. You know? Yeah. I, I think they might be right a little bit. Like Rotten Tomato scores like a twenty four, and like even the fan thing is like a thirty six or something. I think yeah. it deserves a little bit more it's than pretty that. Pretty low. I'm yeah. not gonna say that I think that it's like a super like oh it deserves a ninety. I'm just saying that. Looking at it, watching this film, I've seen higher rated shit films out of the 90s <laughs> than this well, film, which kind of does some interesting things and is genuinely scary. There's some genuinely scary things they do with sound in this film. Yeah. That's pretty, f- fucks with your
1: head. I don't know if I, I, have a kind of a hard time saying that this is a cult film. Like, I think it's just a film that kids in the 90s saw and thought was freaky. You think it's a Dick Tracy <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, and that's Dick no. A cult I'm film. not like discrediting the film in any way I, yet, but like I'm just saying <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Like, is there a rabid fan base for Event Horizon, or just some people think it's scary Man, and remember it from their I, childhood? If
3: I say Event Horizon to a lot of people, they they're like, oh my god, it's so. They make they talk about it like this is a fucking masterpiece like a masterpiece uh, yeah, yeah it's weird yeah and now watching it i mean that from i mean well, i'm not I, trying to give anything away but it's clearly not the case in
1: my I, mind i sit on the, <laughs> the fence with with whether it is or it isn't a cult film i'm not sure
2: what about yeah, you kyle yeah i'm probably going to agree with, with with chris on this one like i if i it, the thing i would say has the appeal that, that that why it has the appeal is because it uh is kind of a haunted house in space which is you know, kind of a cool concept and stuff. And it does have some, some nice jump scares and some pretty memorable uh, visuals, whether those visuals were good or bad, you know, whatever. But um, I don't know if I would quite call it a cult film. Like I don't, I, I don't know, man.
0: I see. I'm in, I'm in the same boat with Mike. I think it is a cult film because there is definitely a fan base for this film. Uh, And I'll even go as far as just showing how much it made back. I mean, 27 million, it obviously bombed, So not a lot of people, had maybe seen it at the time, but it also definitely found a a life on home video or DVD. Yeah. Because this is one movie where you can bring it up in front of a group of people and be like, Event Horizon, and then you'll see some people's eyes light up and be like, oh my God. It's like, you never hear that about like yo ghost ship and somebody's like fucking so fucking good <laughs> ghost, ghost ship.
3: <laughs> yeah, Fuck, true. Yeah, gothica. Like no one. Those are like all these types of horror films that kind of came out in what's the nineties. What's the one from the ocean? What was it? Deep something? Deep blue sea? The abyss? No, no not deep blue sea. The abyss. It was with
2: the. Uh, it was like the monster alien creatures on the cruise
3: ship. Virus. Virus. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no,
2: not virus. Not virus. <laughs>
3: They were monsters on a cruise ship. Yeah, they were like they were like globulin,
2: mon- like gooey, oozy monsters on a cruise ship. You're
3: really not thinking of a it
2: deep.
0: It's the it's deep something. Deep. I'm gonna have to. Well, is this. it just deep? Are you thinking of just deep? The deep. The deep. I'm gonna Google it right now. Okay, he's gonna Google that while okay. we talk more about this movie. Um, <laughs> no, it's um. I definitely think it is a cult film though, because there is like people recommended it to us, and then um i think that says something because it's uh, like uh, and this is one that i did like i picked it because it was like well that's odd like let's go into this and see is it a cult film and i'm coming out of this thinking that it definitely is like um,
1: what what would what do you think would really make it that just the fact that it has some jump scares and some I good special lot, effects
0: no, i think a lot of people like this movie in, like well it's genre is not a, a huge genre in yeah, my opinion yeah um. so it's not and this is probably Deep Rising Deep Rising Deep Rising
3: okay this is probably that one <laughs> that clearly doesn't have a, a thing because we had to Google the shit out of it
0: <laughs> no I mean, cult fan base this is one of the um better like sci-fi spaceship horror movies like you got this you got Aliens you got Jason X right like, <laughs> you know it's well you can't say Aliens well Aliens as any of them Alien I
3: Resurrection mean, I'm just saying that like <laughs> if we're going to say that this is even comparable it's fucking no, no, it's
0: d- fucking not <laughs> Like, no no such I, a better film i'm but, just i'm just saying in the in the genre right like right,
3: the
1: right. genre is not that big of a genre like
3: no it's not it's not and, and, and the metaphysical space movie like is, horror is I'm not i'm going to say
1: why this isn't a big genre is because it's very expensive to make a movie like this oh i
0: agree you think it is yes yeah, absolutely. Th- 60
1: million, million to make this movie no no, no
3: it, but i mean am I'm, I'm just saying that like is is it hard it's one setting. It's a spaceship, and yeah,
1: I mean, dude, look at the sets that they had to build yeah. in this movie to make it look even remotely right, convincing. Right. I mean, like, I, I
3: imagine that's true. I'm just saying, why that... can't they make a good one if they made if aliens exist and alien exists and right? It's not like this this genre is uh, is is undesirable to people.
1: Yeah, I just I, I again, I just think it's ac- incredibly expensive to design Do you think they something would have done, like they this. They would
2: have done a better job with this movie if they had gone more route of the movie Alien, because really alien like it only had f you're right, it only had a few set pieces, but for the most part it completely existed on the, the Nestrobe what is it called? I forgot the name of the ship. But it was practical effects and it was like genuine um like like suspense driven and stuff. Whereas this one I feel like I feel like this movie would actually do better if it had less of the 3D CG effects of, like, shit floating around and stuff. I think it would have done a whole hell of a lot better because the practical effects of even the ship itself is solid. It looks great. I, yeah,
1: it does. I it think does. I
3: think one of the things that, one of the reasons why maybe this film didn't do well, first of all, like, there's not really, Sam Neill's the biggest star at this time, I'm guessing. Yeah. Like, Lawrence Fishburne is the second, clearly. Yeah. But everybody else is just kind of, like, solid actors that are character actors, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, like the only other thing that I, can think, I, I feel like this film would have been inundated by a slew of other horror films. Cause this was kind of like the resurgence of like, like the, the, isn't it like the mid 90s to like the early 2000s, 2000s is yes. like the resurgence of like the big budget horror film. Yes. And now we're back into like horror being more of an indie thing yeah. and lower budget films. Like we're not going to do these big fucking spectacles. Totally. Like 13 Ghosts, all the fucking, like yeah, all of these films are kind of, yeah. yeah. They're all these big budget horror films, and I feel like it gets lost in that mm. in terms of whether the, the why this film maybe didn't do well in terms of like why it's not reviewed well, the f- last third of this film fucking just It does suck. It's horrible. Yeah. It just completely descends f- all that freaky, crazy, creepy shit that freaks you out, all the suspense, it gets completely sidelined for what essentially is an action film. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. When you
0: talk, well, that's I mean, that's what he does with any horror film that he's done, yeah, like Paul W. S. Anderson. This is literally any horror film that he's done that follows that same model of like great two thirds, and then the last half turns into an action film, mm-hmm. or the last three sequels turns into an action film. It's all like, about it the two thirds. It's a, yeah. it's all about the two thirds. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> inside joke. That was really good. Um, <laughs> it's it, it it seems like to be a, an mo that he has. Um, you know, and I. The set design was cool in this movie too, but also I felt like took away a lot from this movie. Um the right, s- the set design? The set design you took can- away? Yeah because like I don't
1: think this movie would be as good without the set design that it yeah. had. See,
0: I just dis- and I disagree
2: I with that. I think the set design is beautiful. I think the CG the that surrounds the set design is what makes it over the top and ridiculous.
0: No, see cuz like that the the room where the the drive is uh-huh. um yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was waiting for Xavier to roll in there anytime <laughs> and <laughs> Put on I'm a just helmet. looking
2: for mutants. Yeah,
0: like put on a helmet and start looking for music. But it, it's music. like music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for a good a good Sunday he's on, mix. He's on iTunes. He's on <laughs> iTunes.
3: It's definitely. And you know what? The weird thing about that whole fucking room is how dangerous it is. Spikes everywhere.
0: That's what? Exactly what, what I was like, gonna like, say. What like, is the point of the spikes? Like that's no. Maybe tent- they're, they're like antenna. Or
3: yeah, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> Even everything Sam Neill says, like I feel like I'm in a meat grinder. I was like, well, those are the magnetic things that you know yeah. circle around. You couldn't make those flat. You had to make it like a fucking chainsaw. Like
0: <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was like some of the set design <laughs> takes you out of it because it's like trying so hard to be horror. Yeah. And like 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 it it takes you out of the movie because you're like, well that's just now you're just trying to make a, a scary Clive Barker like like hell world
1: inside the ship that's been to hell. Like turns out he was actually a consultant on pre production for this film. And Clive it makes Barker.
0: sense. The visuals in in the in that. Part of the movie, which is a huge part of the movie, screams Clive Barker. Did Mm -hmm. no one else get that? Like I I, I did,
3: for sure. It it definitely does. I guess it would make more sense to me if the ship came from hell and looked like that. Yes, versus something that a (laughs) sane human being would create, like architecturally. Well, you know, you know,
2: he 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 never goes into detail of what's actually in the core. So maybe it is the puzzle box. Maybe Sam Neill discovered the puzzle box. Well, he's like,
1: "We could use this for warp drive." Something that like caught me off guard was Lawrence Fisher being able to outrun fire. Like yeah. when he's running down that hallway and fires like coming after him, I'm like, "I feel like that would just be instant." Like it wouldn't Fire's
3: definitely moving faster
2: than yeah,
1: you can yeah. run, human I was beings. Like, do okay. Don't yeah, run but fast.
2: he made it he made it sound like fire moves differently in
3: space. But there's gravity yeah, on he, the ship, he, isn't he there? He talks about fi- fire in in yeah, in a, in a non in a vacuum. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, First of all, there's no fucking fire in space. <laughs> there's no combustion because there's no fucking air. <laughs> so you can't have fire in space. Inside of a non-gravity shit, that's what he was talking about. That must be what he's talking about. Because yes. I
2: imagine that, yeah, fire... Because there's oxygen, because but there's just no gravity. Wait a second, hold
3: on. I feel like that doesn't
2: make any. We're sense. Getting, <laughs> no, that, ma- that makes total sense. Fire needs oxygen to live, but it doesn't need gravity. It can
1: right, just Right. Based science on cult film yeah. and review. No, oh, they're certainly not floating around in You said it
2: looks like you said it looks like waves in an ocean. The way fire moves and in in zero
3: gravity. You guys, yeah, you- but doesn't gas float? So if you combust like a room, like it's just gonna go, whoosh, ling, and it's gonna yeah, it's gonna come up and envelop anything that that gas is in. <laughs> I feel like like gravity doesn't affect it. So, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Cody, move it on. Do you guys
0: have a favorite scene? Maybe yeah. a favorite death.
3: My favorite is the the video. That's the one that always. Oh. Comes yes. to me, oh, yeah, is the video where it's What's like going they on there? finally. Uh, they're tearing each other apart. I guess because yeah. they. They've been to hell. They're, I mean, they're all in that place. They all go to that place.
2: Okay, and, so
1: that's actually happening when they're on the other side yes, of where the yes, black hole is. Yes. Yeah, cuz okay. like the
2: video goes like here we go like yeah everybody's cheering and also just like cuts and then they're all tearing to the part so it's like in that instance they went through the black hole.
0: And presumably ended up in this place.
1: That was certainly just... some Clive Barker looking shit in there. Yeah, head. well, yeah.
0: That, and that the, the, the I thought the most impressive thing about that is that when you go to that place, like what I learned, is that you instantly learn Latin <laughs> and, <laughs> and that you can speak it fluently. No, the, no the, 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 captain the captain was speaking it, Latin before yeah, they
3: left. Before he went in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, I, what, I did, what I noticed is that the moment that you go through a black hole, your clothes don't go with you. Yeah. <laughs> Those come off... Immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know what? You know what? It's just like it's just like the tran the, the time transporting thing in Terminator, you know? Only uh only uh organic material can make it through. That yeah. makes
0: sense. Yeah. Hmm. But now is the ship organic? Because the life forces are oh
2: see, see they should have just appeared floating in space just just now we're now we're going work. back to
3: trying to trying to trying to explain this movie in logical like <laughs> yeah. scientific terms. Uh, which I really, none of us
0: are scientists. I really enjoyed the whole speak for yourself. No, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed the uh, practical effects of this movie also. Um, when they actually use practical effects, it was nice. It was mm-hmm. like, these are fucking scary, especially Sam Neill, man. He had to go through some makeup hours, huh? Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you talking about the opening scene when he first has that dream and then well, it's like flying at him and he's all cut up looking and shit? It,
0: well, the, at the end, too, when he's all cut up and then his eyes are shown shut, shut but he can see like a motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah.
3: He's like, why do you think I'll miss? Yeah. Because your fucking eyes are <sighs> gone.
1: Yeah, but he's a part of something greater he's, now. Like yeah, he's a, a part of it. Then he Michael. proceeds
3: to totally miss. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and shoot out the window. Yeah. of a spaceship. <laughs> like I'm just gonna shoot in this general direction and hope I hit something. Yeah, I, guess. I was like,
0: that window ain't, ain't a little bit thicker. <laughs>
1: yeah, you think <laughs> like, that shit would be uh, definitely bulletproof uh, like at least? One
0: one, one pane glass. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is
3: that a harpoon
0: gun, can well, so like, <laughs> <laughs> not exactly.
3: Like, yeah, not only that, but that's not exactly how a nail gun kind of works, right? Kyle? No, actually, it was
0: a harpoon gun. It was literally but that a harpoon.
3: Was what gun. They were using to to, yeah. to put the the ship. It was a rivet together. gun. Yeah. Um,
2: You know what? I've never used a uh, futuristic rivet gun, so I couldn't tell (laughs) you. I just have a feeling it's just like, he's like, if you
0: fire that gun
3: off. (laughs) I
2: don't know. It was a weird
3: thing. Anyways.
1: Uh, My mind was the tent scene. That that really like creeped me out and you know, it just was kind of, I I don't know. I liked that it did play on, you know, because they kind of showed you, oh, her son is back home. He's obviously got a disability, this whole thing. And like, and then, like for him to be like scratching inside this tent, I don't know. It was, it was just, a creepy scene for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I already said
2: what mine was. My favorite scene is is has been always always will be like the, the green corridor thing with Sam Neil. Yeah. I just think it's just suspenseful.
0: You know, it's good going to the, the scene you were talking about, Chris. I think her character is the easiest to uh, latch onto for sympathy and basically mm-hmm. have the most fear for her, though too, because you do just feel real bad for her. She's obviously going through some marital problems. Mm -hmm. And then misses her son, and then he is dragged out by Sam Neill to go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, this, she just wanted, like, this, this isn't like, you know, uh, um, Friday thirteenth or Nightmare. This isn't just teens wanting to have sex out in space. Yeah, yeah, right. You I know, agree. These are people with real lives. I actually <laughs> like the
1: effects done with the guy hanging up, chained, hanged, up. You know, oh, I don't know who who was that again? The medic or something? That was the medic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I thought Trauma. that. W- I thought that was pretty cool looking. Um, you know, and this movie was actually supposed to get an NC seventeen rating. Um, and I wonder if it was mostly because of the the gore like the yeah that's a
2: version i'd like to see
1: the gore
0: at the end i see that's the thing too is like it didn't test well with audiences because it was like over the top gore too much gore and i'm like what the end scene was it much longer than what it was where it's like he's like i'll show you and he grabs him his head and it's like them being tortured
3: Mm -hmm. they're still here (laughs) where but everyone that he's showing is not dead yet right don't they show people that are clearly alive? I feel like Cooper's in there and everybody's there. Yeah. Yep. Like Baby Bear is still in there yes. and that guy's alive in a in a, a cryo tube or
0: whatever. Yeah, because basically the ship. The, what happened is the ship goes, oh fuck! I killed the people that can move me around, so now we got to go back, <laughs> torture these guys so that are on my side, bring them back, and then I can I can float around. That's basically what I got from it. Like the yeah, ship. Yeah, I really don't needs know a crew, and if <laughs> why, it didn't know it, what?
3: Why does the ship need a crew? It
2: seems to like it could control everything else. Didn't you see uh, Control
0: Emotions
3: Star Trek uh uh the Final Frontier Wait, what does God need with the starship the Devil did in this one Like yeah. I, that's what I'm trying to going back to what I'm trying to say <laughs> I don't know what the end game of hell is in this Like uh, they, it's either just a malevolent force that doesn't seem to need the humans but surely isn't going to let him go because that's just how hell do or <laughs> or they do need one person like I need somebody alive to get me from point A to point B um, I am not an omnipotent presence.
2: I thought. I thought. I, I, I got I the. I help. got the feeling the whole time it was just trying to go back. That's all the, the 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 presence was trying to. do, Was trying to go back to that place. Like it got. Yeah, it, was it got nice pulled place. out of its world and into ours. And like the whole point was to get Sam Neil to like turn the hyperdrive
3: back. Right, on. but then one has to ask, ask, which they never answer: Where was the ship for seven years if it was just sitting in hell? Why did it pop back into yeah. reality? Why did why did Hell say, Hey, you know what? Let's go back Well,
2: I mean, it could be seven years
0: our time. It could be one one day. Our well, time. it would well, have to be. You don't know this, but the drive is on a seven year timer. Oh, okay. And it every seven years it just kicks up. Doesn't matter where it's go, at. Just has to go. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's just rate this mammer jammer right now. And let's rate it. Let's let's read it. Planet Neptune's the stormiest planet. Very stormy in the galaxy. That's not true. In but the movie. In the movie. <laughs> I think it is like
3: stormy shit. No, I'm pretty we, sure we, Jupiter. Could. I think
2: we. I, I think we've hit our, our our allotment on this episode of making shit up about space, shit up <laughs> about, <laughs> about science, I making swore, science I assumptions. We can't that
3: do it anymore. Diamonds rain on Neptune. I could have swore I've read. Well, that Well, if before. that's the case,
0: then Amy needs to go home. Yeah, Back <laughs> up to
3: back to ch- chimps. Yeah. Would have been, <laughs> been better with chimps. Been
0: better with chimps. All right, let's start out with let's start out with Mike. I'm real interested to see what Mike has to say about yeah. Event Horizon. Uh,
3: okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I get why people like this film. I also get why me and my brother were like infatuated with this film for a long time, thinking it was like so scary, you know. But really, when it boils down to it, it's just like a really bad, poorly made film with some interesting, scary things added to it, right? So for that, I can't give it a really bad rating. I can't give it like a one. I think I'm going to give it like maybe like a two and a half. I, I think it's a relatively average film. It has some interesting things about it that I have to say, great. They, he took the best parts of a lot of other better films and kind of just jammed it into one film, and he didn't like really fail completely at that. So um, I'm going to give it, yeah, two and a half. Uh, what? Neptunes? Planet of uh, Neptunes. Yeah, planet Neptune And one half of a Neptune.
0: Chris, how many Neptunes? A half nep. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I was excited to go back and, and rewatch this because I, again, like you said, I remember, you know, as a younger kid thinking that this was a super scary film. And I have to admit, it didn't scare me as much this time through. Um, you know, I, I did like it, though, um, overall. I, I I don't think I liked it as much now as I did then. Um, some of the CG is really corny. Um, and, uh, some of the acting didn't really work for me this time around, but the practical effects still worked. Um, you know, the, the, the set design of the, of the ship was really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was worth going back and watching again. I actually had a good time watching it with my girlfriend because she had never seen the film. And when we went into it, she was like, oh, a space movie. Great. Great. But then by the end of it, she was like, that movie gave me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of nice to watch it through somebody else's eyes as well, which actually made the experience more fun. Um, I'm going to give this a three. Um, I don't think it's uh, as amazing as I once thought it was, but uh, but I wouldn't tell somebody not to see it simply because it obviously has an effect on on, on new watchers. So um, yeah, three Neptunes for me.
0: Kyle?
2: uh i'm gonna agree with mike a lot on this one um i'm gonna give this probably i guess a two and a half i kind of want to go two on it though Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it an extra half i'm gonna disagree with one thing that you did say you 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 said it's just it's it's it you kind of described it as like a poorly made film but with some good scares in it i don't think it's a poorly made film i just think it's a boring film I want to
3: clarify structurally I mean not like the set pieces are bad or anything no, like that I, I know what you I, mean, I, I know what you meant by that yeah. when you said that and I just want to say that, that story wise I think it's kind of a boring film
2: and it it has it deals with some really really I, I think badass like concepts like the, this concept of the, the the ship that's able to create a black hole and and it basically ends up in hell or wherever the hell I think is a really cool concept Uh I think the movie was bogged down with the with the overuse of the CG, they're trying to embrace the new technology at the time. And you know, if they had just gone hard hard and doubled down on practical effects, I feel like it would have been a much scarier film. But because of CG, coming back to it years later, it just doesn't age well. So the movie's just gonna get worse over mm-hmm. time as CG nowadays gets better and better.
3: You think that that, that that style of CG will ever have like a like a resurgence, like a like a nostalgic look back, no. kinda like claymation no. does. <laughs> I, like Great I Harryhausen. No, I don't
2: think so because, <laughs> because the, the, the cool thing with like claymation or model yeah. work is painstaking is, is, time is how how, how, how good they can make it and how real they can make it. There's a certain aspect of when you're filming something practical, how the light bounces off and how you can light it um, you know, more dynamically. Mm-hmm makes it feel real and for that aspect movie killed it did great yeah and it did have one good jump scare that gets me every time the door opening no, no. the the, <laughs> one, the woman in the corridor sam neil like i've said hundreds of times it's yeah. like the only thing that really makes me makes me uh scared so i don't what did i say i was two giving it and a half or maybe a two I'll give he's it, still in the I'll fence i'll give it a two and a half oh give him the half nip yeah i want the half nip in there
0: <laughs> and i will finally go now <laughs> <laughs> no I would have to give this uh i'm I'm probably I'm probably gonna be a little easier on it I'm gonna give it a three point five uh three and a half from Neptune's for me i there's just I have fun with this movie there's things I enjoy about it um to take my brain out and watch it uh I do and there is something about watching it with other people who haven't seen it before that do uh, that are thrown off by it because I don't think they're expecting. I think they they are expecting an alien movie, and then you basically get Hellraiser in space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: um I will agree with that because I actually going off Chris' point. I watched it with my girlfriend; never seen it before, and she was like, she was noticeably up, unsettled or upset most of the time because of the suspense it was yeah. building. So,
0: and the other reason I'm going to give it a, a three point five is because I hate Paul W. S. Anderson. I, I you heard me, Paul. Um, Wow, he's calling him out. uh, Yeah, (laughs) I'm not afraid. You've destroyed a lot of my favorite uh, uh, entities as far as films go, like Aliens and Predators and Resident Evil and things that I grew up loving. Event Horizons. Yeah, Event Horizons, Mortal Kombat. No, Mortal Kombat was was good for its time. Um. (laughs) We need to revisit that one. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Um, But I'm just not a big fan of his, but this is probably my favorite movie that he's done. Um, and I think it's probably his best movie that he's done. And, and, and yeah, he does steal from a lot of other movies, but he steals the right things. And he does at least put them in a coherent story, um, the best that he can. And he does a pretty good job at it. Uh, the acting is pretty, pretty damn good. In my opinion. Um, the practical effects are awesome when they're there. And I, yeah, it does drag a little bit, but I don't think it drags that much. So. I'm gonna give it a three point five. I think it's definitely one that if you haven't seen and you are a fan of horror and you're a fan of sci-fi, like go check it out. You know, definitely, it's not an easy genre to pull off, and uh, I think he 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 made a passable film. So three point five. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Remember to follow us on social media at cultfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook. You can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris. Ah! On Instagram at cultfilm underscore Chris. And you can follow Mike. Ah! At Mike Lucio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. Remember, to go check out our YouTube page, First 50 Episodes. Also, guys, if you're going to leave us a review, Uh, For next week We'd really appreciate it It would be our 100th episode So we want to try to get as many shoutouts As we can as possible So please help us out Go to iTunes, fill out a review Leave us five stars And who knows, you may be on our 100th episode You're awesome And just remember If you're going to join a cult Make sure they watch good movies We'll see you next week